Questioning everything. With Garrett and Adam. Episode 9. What, what, are we recording? We're recording. Oh, shit, okay. Welcome to the Questioning Everything podcast. Yes. With Garrett and Adam. Today's topic is... Uh, cycles of damage. Yeah. Yeah. Something that... Uh, we and almost everybody we know knows very well to whatever degree. Um, and I've got, I've got a friend's prop here. I brought a prop. Sets that deck thing. Hmm? What is that? This is an ashtray. Uh, that we made at Thomas Haney? Uh, nope. This was made by Roger Stern. And the bottom there, it says made for oh Zaha. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Shout out to Roger Stern because that oh, there's more synchronicity, man. Wow, but uh, be careful here. He's been messaging me like crazy on Instagram because he wants to talk. Yeah, no, we've been chatting. We uh, I've got him on Discord now, and we I think it was last night we had a video chat. Oh, about, weird. About an hour. But I chatted with him a whole bunch of like a lot in the last little while, mm-hmm. or even like months and or like last year, the year before that. Oh, that's, so you guys have been talking. Mm-hmm. So that's why you brought that out. Yes, exactly. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, and he's and he's um, he's had an interesting run, right? Like he's had an adventure and uh, and a lot of uh, you know a lot of shit. It was interesting to hear his story catch up after after fuck twenty five years or something like that, right? Does he want to come on? I don't know. I well, no. He said something, but I told him it's not going to happen. There's no guests. Okay. Yeah. Because he said he he was mentioning that he was going to contact you about it, but I said no, there's no guests, no guests, no guests ever again. Uh, well, maybe, but just like not in the foreseeable future, right? Right. Mm. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I could start a podcast and have these people on too, right? Oh, go be my guest, mm-hmm. please. Fill that need so we don't have to on this one. <laughs> right. Hmm. No, it's um, what what people are up to and and day to day stuff is cool, but it's not really my gig. I'd rather nail out some topics and and uh, and see where everybody meets and and see what ground we find ourselves in. Right, that's an interesting thing. Is literally the ground. Um, if everything was perfect, well, it's having a, having a guest like him for sure. Like we know him, but like if the, the, but it, it's take it's not in the proper context that someone doesn't. It's not topic related either, right? Well, it's the cycle of damage, addiction, struggles. I mean, it could be. It could be, but it's just it's uh, it's more like a an old friend, an interview with an old friend at that point or something, right? And uh, which would be cool, and everybody can talk about their feelings and their fucking history and past and their problems. And I'm just not interested in that. It's not my podcast. I don't really. You know, fair uh, enough. It's the topics. It's the actual subjects. It's the figuring out the uh, the the math behind it that I'm interested in. So if I even if I'm part of it, I'm not a part of it like a normal human. I'm a part of it as a person trying to figure out the uh, wizard behind the curtain. Right. You know, and uh, the wizard behind the curtain is, of course, in my opinion, ourselves. But how does the system function or how does the why does the system dysfunction as in cycles of damage right cycles of damage is interesting because would you or would you not agree 
that cycles of damage can start with something that occurs to a person, but then it can end with a person perpetuating that damage themselves. 100%. So there's like a ball gets rolling and you're not even necessarily the person who pushes the ball. No, you're in, you are the ball. You are the ball. And once the ball's rolling, uh, it perpetuates its own motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's where the extreme ownership thing comes in. Extreme ownership. Or just ownership of your life, essentially. Like, that's the Jocko theory, right? Well, that's just, I think that's a th- that's just a fucking thing that anyone should adopt, exactly, but to take a look at your own yeah. self. He kind of commercialized on it, but... It, Which it, is brilliant. I'm, I'm sure it goes be- I wish before I him, right? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what people, that's what a lot of people are doing. I just read another book by a woman, forget her name, she's the five-second rule. Where she's saying like drop food. Well, you can change your behavior with five second countdown. So when you wanna, which is basically neuroscience, if you really boil it down. But we just Mm -hmm. marketed it that way, and I was already thinking, fuck it, man, I'm gonna write a book called the three second rule. How, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I don't think. I. I don't know why people do that. Like, uh, um, the five second rule, man. It's so confusing because it's obviously how long you're given before the fucking ship has bacteria on it when it hits the ground. You know, it's like hijack the five second rule. Well, I mean, yeah, but it means like your behavior, you're the balls rolling. I know, so the ball, I know, but you know, like, I know, but it's a bad term. But if anyone, pick like, a new word, pick a new term. Well, like millions of copies sold, right? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. But that doesn't mean what the fuck. So does Bieber, right? Are you going to fucking listen to Bieber? Cause millions of copies were sold. Britney well, Spears content, fan now. His content isn't like uplifting though to me. You know, I know there's hordes of idiots out there, but I found the book super interesting. Mm-hmm. And no, uh, I know. I'm just saying the name. It's just a shame with the name. But extreme ownership stuff like that. Those titles are good, and they're based on subjects in uh, literature that's been around forever. Obviously. Oh yeah. As long as the brain's been around. Well, 19th century is stuff is really what I like. PMA. You've got a PMA hat on right now. PMA. That's Napoleon Hill was like the first one to write that one out, I believe. Yeah, he coined the phrase. That's right. But he's working off of a, a thread of uh, the earliest self-help authors. From well, you know, actually today I was thinking 19th about 19th century. Which is related to that. Stoicism. There's a YouTube channel that I follow that I thought you would appreciate. It's, a, it's called um, Academy of Ideas. Hmm. Have you heard of that one? It's I'm all sure. stoicism and old philosophy that I think you'd love. Like it's mm. very, very. It's all stoic, mm. and all the. Oh, I'm not. I'm not like big on stoicism or anything. Well, no, but I mean, of, it's like self help for the fucking beginning of t- like back in the day when the Black Plague was mm. rampant. I don't know. I um, it's it, you should probably just check one 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 of the one of them out. You might appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, I will do. I will do. What's it called? The uh, Academy of Ideas. Okay. It's fucking awesome. And I good think thing I have a notepad here. You would like it. I'll send you a link. But anyways, you're saying that once the damage. You see it? Yeah, I found it. Yeah, it's really good. It's like it's you have to be really into it, though, because it's like, you know, there's the motivational YouTube videos that I watch that have the cool background music and images that are like, yeah, and they get your serotonin going. But th- this one's a little more dry, but. It's, I love you it. You know, that's funny that you say that too. I think uh, if anything regarding self-help videos and self-help books 
if anything can ever be said on this podcast, you have nailed it right here. You just, you literally packaged it. Nothing else ever has to be said ever again. What's that? What you just said. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I'm aware of that. Uh, let's, let's make that a clip and that'll be uh, the, well, that'll, I'll just call it self-help. But it's, don't frame it in a negative way, please. No, I am framing it in a negative way like I usually do. But this time you did it for me. Technically, That's not by what saying, I'm saying is it negative, that you get it, that you're like literally doing it for a serotonin hit, which is like to me, that's like the honestly to God, you look up the definition of self help in the dictionary, and it's like people looking for a serotonin hit by doing the th- this thing that they do. It, you know, like it has nothing to do with development, it has nothing to do with help, it has, but it has everything to do with that particular brain chemistry reaction that people. That people but if you're feel good your with behaviors and, and accomplishing right. goals, and you're getting serotonin hits too. Absolutely, it's just a it's an it's a well, our whole, we're getting hits off everything. There's there's a our brain is reacting to everything that's happening. Sure, there's an analysis where we start to look at like the reason why we do things, right? Like say for me, the reason why I play video games, um, the reason why you watch movies, the reason why you listen to music, the reason why you. And uh, we are stimulating particular areas of our brain that through our evolution have become important parts of us like the uh, fight flight instinct or the, um, the, you know, the tension suspense uh, also the reward of love or of romance or oxytocin. Yeah. Well you can name the chemicals in the brain, right? Once you understand them, it helps you change your behaviors. That's what I've I don't I don't agree, but well, this is not this is not, not what we're talking about. What I'm talking about right now is just simply the analysis of being able to look at these things that we do and be able to translate them or interpret them in their uh, reward reward system perspective, right? I know, but okay. And, and a lot of the times we don't actually know all of the brain chemistry that's occurring, right? So it might be knowledge that uh, broccoli has a particular biochemistry, but it's actually wisdom that broccoli has 7,500 that we have no idea what it does. So I'm not going to try to limit anything down to an oxytocin or a uh, serotonin or a, something like that, right? In my opinion, yeah, some of those things are involved. Dopamines are involved, serotonin's involved, but there's a, a lot going on. And it, rather than just a pure chemical, uh, perspective. It's n- nice to be able to say, okay, well, what are we getting out of it as people, right? Well, I like know, when you, you play a video selling, game, you, your belief is that it, they're selling snake oil. And that though, you're getting the dopamine hits, which is a fact. But yeah, absolutely. For me, I'm just saying quickly, like from since I've gone down the self development, self help path, mm-hmm. I it's led me to the understanding of what habits, rituals, and 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 fucking neuroscience, behavioral science. Like I've gotten already to the very fundamentals of it. Yeah. Where all these authors are giving you big, flashy, cool titles, but at the root of it, when it gets straight deep down to it, yeah, yeah, it's just behavioral science, which gets back into chemical, of course, reactions in your brain, of course. And so, then the why, why, why is that? To me, right. that makes once you conceptualize that and understand what that is. Mm-hmm. That the five second rule is when you wake up at five a.m. and you're like, "Oh my god, I don't want to get up. Oh my god, just five more minutes." And instead of not doing, instead of hitting the fucking the um, sleep on your alarm, you just go five, four, three, two, one, and you're up. And you, okay, and next, and if you, and now you're building neural. Gotcha. Power. Now you're, but that's my, that's, that's what behavioral I've learned, though. That's very much behavioral, right? So well, that's what's yeah. changed my life. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the things that usually change people's lives. But if I could put right. a catchy title on a book and sell copies, that'd yeah. be fun. Well, that's, and it's, yeah, right, eh? I know, and people do, and uh, whatever, right, to each their own. I No judgment. But um, the the PMA thing, like, the, who's the guy who wrote that book? Who wrote the newer John PMA? Joseph. John Joseph, the yeah. PMA effect. I mean, I he's digging up would, something from, uh, obviously, from... Uh, he's right into the Bhagavad Gita. Too. Like he oh, I'm sure. To- yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he's he's like literally like uh, aggregating the data for people. So anybody anybody who wants to can actually read Napoleon Hill. Now he brings he but he hold that's on. The first thing he talks if about you want is to then Hill. yeah I know he does. Now if you want to then you can even skip Napoleon Hill and you could go even backwards further and you could read things like the Master Key or the you know the earliest a mid to early 1800s. Uh, self-help books where they start talking about the power of mind and the power of behavioral uh, behavioral conditioning and uh, like this is like old as far as literature goes the fact that there's a market for it isn't as old but as far as the ideas these ideas go back to the beginning of people where people are starting to condition themselves for better habits and for for I think a lot of that material success is dry like right. I think even if you read um fucking what's that book? How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Even that is old. It's a that book's almost a hundred years old now. And he It's not that bad. No, really. it's not too bad. Like it's you can, it's the same shit. It's right? a little dry though, I think. It's, it's the same some, shit. Fuck. It's all they're just repeating each other. Just like there only so many things read, that can be said. Tony Robbins said that though. Once you read enough self-development books, uh, you'll realize they're all saying the same thing in a different way. Just like right, like today I just read, uh, or I'm right now I'm on the audio book, uh, The War of Art. So it's a bit of a self-development That's book. That's The Art of War, isn't it? No, no, no. I, war, I listened to The Art of War today by Sun, yeah. Sun Tzu. Or Sun Tzu. Yeah. Sun Tzu. And then I moved on to Stephen Pressfield's book, The War of Art. Oh, that is clever. I like how he did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's awesome. Well, I already knew about that book. Joe Rogan had him on, and yep. he actually bought off fucking stacks of this guy's book. To give it away. To give yeah. away. And his book, it's a self-development book for procrastination. Gotcha. And behavioral, which leads back to the cycle of damage. Like, people that, and self-awareness. Like, people mm-hmm. that are repeating and blaming and repeating and ODing and fucking going through like hell, their own cyclic, cyclic hell that's a behavioral issue. That's something that they have to take responsibility for. And that just, and then that leads, there's a lot of tragedy happening, man. And I think that that, that's, that, that unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people are going to go into these old, old books that you're referring to. I think the how to give less of a fuck by Mark Madsen is a little more appealing in this day and age. Probably. You yeah. know, and that's fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. And it's, it's an expanded, it, it expands it to a, a broader audience. And I was going to say another thing too is that the blue book, right? Like I read the blue book in the 12 step program and I thought it was just like, oh, it's pretty dry. That's the but AA, the blue book's AA. Shit. It's so, when you start getting the data yep. from the, when he hits those paragraphs of straight data, you're like, you, I absorb it quite quickly and it's awesome. But a lot of it, yeah, that's an old, that book's almost 80 something years plus. Hmm. old yeah so I anyway i've never just, read it never even seen it, i don't think i've probably seen it at the used bookstore i don't know my point recycle is, depot yeah i just i don't know some of these it's, it's, it's interesting stuff but like the dopamine hit like your course mm-hmm. you're gonna throw on a, a motivational video it's gonna have the music it's gonna have all this stuff it's gonna have a lot of and it's gonna give you dopamine mm-hmm. 
or it's going to give you inspiration. I don't know if mm. inspiration is dopamine. You know, too, the the Master Key is a great book. That was I What's think it's that? it's a early. It's like pre Napoleon Hill. Uh, Master Key, late eighteen hundreds or like eighteen seventy or some shit like that, and it was banned. Why? Uh, just because it was too weird at the time. Yeah, yeah. So it was like kind of rare. I've got a copy of it, hardcover. Um, and uh, no, it was it's a it's the same sort of thing, but maybe a little bit more complicated. That's just it. Is that you end up getting like complicated versions of the same thing, or the simple the simple version of the complicated. The simple version is like yeah, wake up at, at a good time of the day and take care of yourself and uh, take you know. Okay, but do you do get, it? Get a job and, well, I do it when I have to, That's but I enjoy not having to do it. The thing is, is that we're not all required to have this rigid uh, sort of schedule in our life. It doesn't make every one of us better people. Um, you don't, again, it's like, it's like seeking positivity. I don't seek positivity. In fact, I don't think that people who uh, are neutral seek positivity. I think people who are broken seek positivity because they have to compensate for something. We should actually do when a, you're we should when you're not like broken, you PMA. don't have to seek positivity anymore. PMA is different, though, right? Like a PMA is a way of just an outlook of life, so that you're not um, like there's there's a difference between being like completely negative and self destructive, mm-hmm. and having to seek positivity in everything. If a person has to seek positivity in everything, then I can tell right away that they're fucked. They're fucked. Well, they're yeah, like skidding into home well, base because total naive right? delusion about it. Whereas like I have snap shows all the time. Like I'll, I'll like little. You know what drives me? Little things drive me nuts. Hmm. Like I can go. Th- I like I can work. I can hang around people that are just blatantly mean, and I'm like, oh, and I just hold it in and go okay and work through it. But like if I lose, like if something catches or my wallet gets stuck on, like I fucking snap. Like it's weird behavior. Hmm. There's t- but to me that's a. I've noticed that that's a glitch. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't need to be pop snapping about little tiny things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, sounds yeah reasonable I mean, glitch. My, my point is, is like sometimes I can go through whatever. My point is, some days are gonna be shitty, man, and you're gonna have to cope with that. But like, they are. But it's like it's almost like music, right? Like people would say that heavy metal music is terrible. Is terrible, and that in fact, that depressed people. And negative people are attracted to heavy metal music because of the angst and the aggression, and it mirrors their internal uh, universe. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't believe that at all. In fact, I think that the more the more well developed you are as a person, uh, the more able that you are to appreciate things that are um, more hardcore and more heavy and more negative because you don't conflate them with some type of a damage that has occurred to you or you don't, you know, you don't be, if, if you're fucked, then you might perceive it as, as you might associate it to the damage or ugh, I don't know. I mean, well, I just like, don't see it. I see. Listen to, like when I listen, like if I have a bad day at work, man, I throw on fucking hate breed and it's like, like it's, beautiful it's religious when i go to a hate metal show and i'm in the pit it's a hmm. religious experience
That's what this pod. So you were just saying I'm doing this podcast because I want to really get things correct and. I just want to hammer the shit out, and I don't want to. I don't want like to. Ha- I don't, so don't want to just like be like agreeing about stuff. More. I want to learn more. I want to become a better performer. I want to become more articulate. I want to become more educated and more self aware. Mm-hmm. I want to grow, grow, grow. Mm-hmm. That's what I think podcasts do for the hosts. Like Joe, Joe Rogan has said uh, uh, many times that he's become way. It's like free school. Oh no, shit! Well, especially right. in his case, right? right? And so that's for me. That's what it is. Like access just, to the smartest people in the world and my ego oh, yeah. too i'd love to get famous enough that we didn't have to have day jobs like blah blah blah, blah. but really it's a grind and i like it mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. here and trying to but like it's but, but yeah like setting we got to make sure that we're um clear. i just want to i just want to hear myself talk oh fuck sometimes i and wonder. uh and uh yeah i don't uh I don't have I don't have an audience without you, Garrett. So I need you to be here to give me an audience so I can talk Lucky to people. Guy. He's got a. <laughs> I don't think any of my friends listen. I couldn't I, give a first. I'm fuck, counting on you, uh, you all the promotion you're doing and all the all the hashtagging that you're doing. I'm like, I think this is gonna pop off on his end. I don't know, man. I don't honestly. I all I can say is um, I think it's gonna pop off on your end more, and then through that popularity, then more of my. People will come join. Yeah, that's how I feel. I picture this doing really like I don't. Know, you say I'm just doing it for the ten listeners, but I just think it could get way bigger. No, I think it could. I think it could, and Especially and it takes it opinion. takes a little bit of everybody for a community. We're only um, episode ten now or something. It's, it's fuck this is nine. We're recording right now. Something somebody said actually that bummed me right out. Four years they've been working on their podcast. Matt Stocks. Mm-hmm. The guy I was interviewed by, and he's four years he's been doing his podcast, and he doesn't make even, anything. Well, no, not a live, not much. But he yeah. says the people. But it's uh, he's made money in other ways and yeah. had more of a living in other ways because of it. Yeah, I don't think he has a Patreon. I don't think he has a Discord. Yeah, well, Discord doesn't make money, and I think there's other Patreon's ways, kind of spotty. Right, spotty could well, like I said, it just it depends. depends. It I just think depends. this content that you have, your vision mm-hmm. is per is really going to work for Patreon. Maybe. Maybe. I think so. Maybe it's just about. I guess it's just a matter of whether or not we satisfy the market, um, whatever the market is. But and well, you're getting a lot of hate mail already, though. Eh? Yeah, and that's good. Um, <laughs> that's not true. One person, though, you said. No, like I, I, I think it was last night. Lucy and I were on a walk, and I was saying that the problem with something like this is, is that I think it'll like it'll meet its mark. My goal of saying stuff just fucking saying it i guess as the goal is great but it might not be it might be 10 years before the person who benefits from it hears it i don't know right that's, too long. that's crazy I think well i know it's crazy but that's how it works right like i discover shit by the time it's passed oh fuck that's me too 100 percent. eric weinstein man i started listening to his podcast the portal and i started listening to it in early 2021 and when I finally got to December 2020, I, I, can't, I, I think he's done. I think he stopped making it. Yeah. But I literally had no That's idea when I started. Show. Right? I didn't start listening to the Jassa show until it was fucking four, yeah. 300 episodes. Rogan's 12 years in now, and people are still now just starting to watch Rogan. It's really good. You're never going to go back. Right? You're never going to go back in Rogan and like, you're never going to see all the Rogans. I tr- oh, I know. Imagine I try, that. I try. It bothers me. Imagine that. To- I try. I go back and try to let I'm like, I want this one, I want this one, I want that's this a, one. That's a good math question though. Right? What? Well he go he puts out three hours a day, five days a week, right? So that's fifteen hours a week. 
So just imagining then that you can watch one week in one day because that's 15 hours. If you wanted to go back to the beginning of Rogan and watch all of the Rogans while simultaneously keeping up with the 15 hours a week, you'd only have four days out of five now for weekdays in order to watch the old ones. Mm-hmm. And you'd only be getting five well, episodes a day. A week. Well, I know, but you, you know, as a, you take weekends off. Right? <laughs> he does. Everybody does. No, but seriously, though, like, would you be able to, yes. on a five-day-a-week schedule, though, man. finish it? How many years would it take you, though, to listen to the last 12 years of Rogan if all you do is you listen to 15 hours a day? It's 10 years. Is it 12? Yeah, it's like 12 years I now. Think I think it's 10. It could be 12. I don't know. You're I don't right. Know. Just like the, it's up there, though, right? I did look at it. Um, and and obviously, there's not, there's not somebody. 12, uh, or there's not uh, five every it's week. 15, no. Um, that you did, uh, you just cherry pick the, the episodes Clips. and a lot of the early ones are kind of dry, I think. And kind of like they said that it's not a, they're well, Jamie's people on, hanging out. Yeah. It's people just hanging out. Literally. Like, it's literally. It's the podcast, right? This, this, this format of podcast, they have a goddamn this, hangout. Well, yeah. And what I want to do with this podcast is unconventional and far as podcasts go. It's interesting because we're both too uneducated and too uh, unofficial to have any real impact on academia or any impact on like real smart people shit, right? Mm-hmm. But we're too into that sort of shit and into ideas and into knowledge in general to just sit around talking about, you know, cars and fucking. Yeah, but you fucking. Oh man, it exhausts, but like how. I understand what you're saying. People want to hear Joe Rogan talk about exhaust pipes. It's not just. Us. Well, not even, right? Joe Rogan's still he's way too above exhaust pipes. I'm sure there's hundreds of podcasts where they just talk about cool cars that are out and the, you know this and that and lifestyle Some stuff and make boats money off their and podcasts, right? Like it just depends on who and what and where. Like but, and podcasts are, are are traditionally about dudes just or people just hanging out, shooting the shit, talking about what they talk about. Uh, if you have guests, then the guests would be like. You know, just there to shoot the shit with you. You want to have like real deal guests, though, eventually. Or maybe, or, uh, you know, like on Zoom or something like that. Like, we might have to move this whole thing to Zoom eventually. You never know. Why? Well, if, if we move, right? We're looking at property in 100 Mile, and if we ended up moving up there, then this oh, would be shit. a Zoom. You're, you're thinking of moving to a 100 Miles? Could, could very well. Yeah, I don't really want to stay into the city. Why? Because it sucks. I want to fucking, like, a few acres and. Be able to garden and go hunting and fucking boat and fish and good stuff, right? Holy shit. Rather than living in a fucking high-rise 13th floor. Anything happens. Your whole perspective changed, eh? No, of course not. No, no, no. This is a very temporary thing, right? I mean, I'm a a rural person. I'd prefer to have a pickup truck or a four-wheel drive over a goddamn car. Um but this, this what we're doing here is so, so fragile. Especially considering, call me a conspiracy theorist. I might get shit for this one, but between 2020 and 2050, we're going to experience a lot of really, really bad shit. We got shit coming. Like and has give me an example, like breakdown of society stuff. You think so? I'm absolutely positive. I'm certain. I'm confident in it. Like what? It's my intuition. Literally, I'm collecting data, 
and I'm collecting data rapidly and I calculate collected data quite well. And my intuition's telling me that in the next 30 years, we are going to face some serious ass times that will challenge us in our ability to, to fucking live. So you're going to head up. I would rather not be in a position. Well, you need a guy of, like me to chop wood. So I'll, yeah, I'll be coming. I'd rather not be in a position of vulnerability with uh, water, with food, with fuel, with everything. Um, like where I am now, if their electrical goes out, people can't get to their apartment because they can't. You know, like there's literally no elevator. There's, there's no stairs. There are stairs as long as you're below sixty-five, under younger than sixty-five. Try getting fucking 13 floors, man. I actually thought about it takes. Elevators were taking forever. And I was like, holy shit, that's far. It's brutal. Well, like the other night, the elevator was down. And um, I was like up and down and up and down, up and down the stairs like a couple times. That's good for you, though. Well, it sucks, though. And I can do it. But I can't imagine. There's people in my building with walkers. I'd be fucked. What about if you got a walker or a wheelchair? So you that so what do you you're, that's what you think eh so like that's what they're saying in 2050 the oceans will be fucking fished out no um I don't believe I don't believe in warming. any of that no what um, do you think specifically well I believe I'm in global interested. warming but I don't think that any of that is going to I don't think that any of that's a fucking threat I think the only threat right now is uh, foreign governments whose goal is to completely control the rest of the world um, uh, by 2049 and um, I think that we are going to face a lot of tumultuous times between now and then in order to break war? us. War? Nope. I don't think necessarily war. I think we are just going to be broken. How? I We're going to be broken with high gas prices, with oh. unemployment, with homelessness. The more homelessness there is, there's more pressure for the right to housing, which is a communist ideology. Communist ideologies right now are infiltrating social media. They're infiltrating people's heads and there's being there's pressures being put onto uh, economies and cities and government agencies, and the pressures are ultimately to make an example of things, right? Like again, twenty five percent of Vancouver two years ago was vacant. Vancouver, in case anybody doesn't know, is a city of about a million people or something. Twenty five percent of our Canada. yeah. 25% of our houses and apartments were were vacant. Okay. A couple of years ago. Now what? They're full? No, they're not full. They ended up putting a tax in, but a tax didn't do very well. The thing is, is that those 25%, those are foreign investors, right? Who are holding the property because of the property value. They have no interest in necessarily doing living anything. Here, living here. No, they don't want to move here. They don't want to live here. But they just want to own the property because, well... The other problem is, is that there's a lot of criminal activity being done in Canada and the money's being washed through the real estate. Mm. Money's being washed through casinos and through real estate. So if you're coming from somewhere else and you want to inject $300 million in Canada, nobody's asking questions, right? It could be from fentanyl. It could be from human trafficking. Doesn't matter. Now, this isn't about... Uh, we have fucking diverted hard. This isn't about people. I this wanted is, to get this back is, to the metal mosh pit thing and correct my uh, gangster um, ideals of, like that it's a dangerous genre mm. music to listen to because you might end up getting shot. Yeah. No, either way, uh, the world's going to go to shit. And I think, honestly, I think preppers are, are one step ahead of everybody else in the sense. Yeah, but they've been prepping for years um, and years and years and years, man. So you don't, you think, so that, I mean, you have great theories that are terrifying. 
The panic that we all You're see saying that, with the panic of CO2, the panic of uh, the global warming. The panic Is that real? Global warming? I thought you said it's... Well, the, w- the ocean world. levels haven't risen. You made a really good point. About no, that. the ocean levels have not risen. Someone else just said that Dan Pena, the million dollar man, he's a fucking crazy old dude. Hmm. Look him up. He's like, someone's like, you got to watch out. You she was at, I listened to the London Reel. It's another podcast for entrepreneurs and everything else. Self-development. Yep. Dan Pena, he's on there. Friends with the guy that hosts it, Brian Rose. Anyway, some chick was like asking him a question. And she's like, you rich billionaires, you, you, you know, people are dying and global warming and this and that and everything else. And he's like, shut up, ladies, sit down. I'll answer your question. I'll answer your question. You just, and she kept going on and on and on. He's like, just let, just be quiet. And he's like, do you think banks would be giving out loans, 50 year loans on mortgages on Florida coastlines? Do you think mm-hmm. blip dude on this? He's like, there'd be, if that freaking apartment complex is going to be 10 feet underwater, no one's going to be giving loans, you yeah. idiots. The, the, the most, was, and that was, that's a pretty good point he makes. Like The most recent mindfuck right now that's is, coming that out of... Does that sound correct, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, like, I agree with him. Come on, man. The most recent mindfuck that's come out, just for perspective... Uh, he was in case, rude to this lady, but... In case anybody wants to track this stuff, is um, the idea that people aren't working right now in the USA because why would they work when they get their unemployment? Right. And what do they get? So, curb or unemployment? This is this Service is different. this is literally universal income meme, and I don't mean just like picture meme, like some fucking idiot on Facebook would think. I mean memetics. This is a meme, mind worm, either from Brazil, Russia, or China, guaranteed, and it's only there to fuck with people's heads. What's the mind worm? The mind worm is that right now people are refusing to go back to work or refusing to work because their unemployment benefits are, are better. better than their income. Well, you can thank the fucking economy No, 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 no. Though. This is a complete illusion, dude. This is a myth. What I'm saying is that's not happening. It's not true. It's just a bunch of bullshit, right? So the memes come out wait saying... A minute, wait a minute. That pe- okay, hold on. People... What's bullshit? The fact that people aren't going the back to work? The idea that people aren't going back to work because people they're... are, though. They are going back to work, though, right? Of course they are. So they're trying to tell us that there's people that are collecting a check on the couch right now that aren't going to work. That's the yes. reality they're trying to... to, to that's to the impose. meme that they're producing. That's the worm. Yeah. Right? And that's not true. And it's not true. People are but working. it doesn't have to be true. All you have to do is say it enough times and people get convinced of it right and saying things through a photo meme on facebook is a perfect way so memes came out on facebook and they just saturate all about different angles on how no wonder people why would people go back to work for minimum wage when their ei is better and it's and it's all coming at it from this perspective of the worker like yeah well you wonder why nobody wants to work for you it's because your wages are so low and i can get just as much on EI, but this is a completely fictitious. This is a completely fictitious, fictitious picture that's being painted. Nobody's in fact not going back to work because their EI is so good. That's just a complete and utter bunch of bullshit. Well, but it's a mind worm that's being infiltrated right now by, like I said, either China, Brazil, or no, Russia. Can't afford that? Afford that? Two grand a month? Curb? Serb? Well, even in the states, whatever it is in the states, it's probably yeah, similar. No. Yeah, and it's a bunch of bullshit. There's no fucking way you can the afford only, to live off that. Yeah, the reality is, is lie. that if you are in an industry which is a well-paying industry and it's not back yet, you're not going to take a low-paying job. 
in a different industry. You're going to wait for your industry to open back well, that's up. That's what you're doing, isn't it? Well, that's what a lot of people in film did, right? Is that you can't expect somebody's in film who's used to, who's literally got the skill and, and got the experience and to astronomical to amounts do of money. Astro- yeah, to do a job Jeez. that gives astronomical amounts of money. And then you say to them, well, why don't you just go like, uh, you know, do, do some labor job or something like that. Yeah. And that's, well, it's fine. People do it and it's fine. But if you're a person who knows that your job's coming back and you're going to make twice as much money doing what you're actually skilled at doing, then you'd be crazy to go get some labor job just to fill a buck. No, you hold on, you t- take the EI, and then you go back to your normal job. Even if it doesn't pay that well, it's because it's what you do and it's what you like to do, right? But the idea is now being perpetrated that people are only doing it because they're lazy and they don't want to work. When Why would they work when they well, can get the EI? What's saying all that then? They're trying to confuse everyone? Yeah, it's all just mind fucks. In order to make, in order to... Con- con- concrete the idea that the people can refuse the business's employment for not paying them well enough as long as EI provides enough, right? So it's like this multiple attack strategy where it attacks EI and it attacks a, a, a good EI return. EI is not a welfare. EI is an insurance system in the States and in Canada. You pay into it so that yeah, when you're fucked, you totally. can draw from it, right? Totally. This, isn't, this isn't a handout or anything like that. But on the right, they're really easily manipulated, really easily influenced, and they think, oh, my God, everybody's abusing a handout. There's a handout, A, which is not true, and B, they're abusing it, which is also not true. Then on the left, what they see is validation that the, the livable wage, quote-unquote, isn't being satisfied and pe- the, the people are revolting by refusing to work for the man, you know? And so it's, it's reinforcing the left and reinforcing the right simultaneously. It's like this perfect fucking mind fuck for people and the people gobble it up because they're drooling fucking idiots, right? Mm. Unfortunately, sorry people. I know it's, I'm literally talking about the listener and you're not supposed to insult your listeners, but I guarantee you, I think anyone people who are listening, listening to, to this, this shit, is, that anyone that's listening to this podcast is probably kind of woke in the way I like in a, yeah. in, in our. But they're yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna see these they're gonna see these fucking memes, right? I'm sure you've seen them. Have you seen Have you seen those what floating around? Which ones? The whole like, well, why would somebody go back to work when your wages are so low and they okay, can get? I've never EI. believed that anyway. To be on my so my intuition mm-hmm. has told me this whole time that that doesn't make any sense. How is that? How are people not working when they can't even like when they don't even make fuck can't afford shit on a regular wage? Yeah, but that's the, what my yeah. at the whole time that I'm like this that, that doesn't make sense. My brain goes that doesn't seem right. Like the time they said a plane crashed into the Pentagon, I'm like, was it, are you sure it wasn't a helicopter? Because that doesn't yeah. make sense. Okay, moving on now. But for some reason, right? if no. your goal in life is to see the next Marvel movie, shit like that makes perfect sense. Oh, uh, okay. Same as like livable wage, Yikes. right? You say livable wage, and people are like, "Well, of course." What do you mean, well, of course? The, liv- the term livable, livable wage, wage is like is just slavery, dude. That's the livable. That that's what the like, term. The term is the term is yeah, but, a carrot for stupid people. Well, I'm not kidding you. Oh, okay, God, the so term bad. livable Ouch, wage. Guy. 
I know what you mean. Is though. used against stupid people to confuse them and to make them chase their tail. There's no such thing as a livable wage. No, but I, what I'm there's saying there's no is such like, thing. There is, there is no such thing as a livable wage because it would be is, different. Everyone's check to check, living in the great fucking grind of life out here. Well, in every city, every region, every place. They have completely different expenses. They have completely different values on things. Somebody, somebody making uh, eleven seventy-five in South Carolina cleaning tables at a diner is doing okay. But if you're w- working Starbucks at the front counter in, in Vancouver, New York City, Vancouver, or Vancouver, wow. then that's not enough, right? No. But the people in Vancouver can't see the equivalency difference. The people in South Carolina are like, hey. Uh, maybe maybe we should be able to decide our own wages. The people in Vancouver or New York City are like, no, if I need $15 in Manhattan, you need $15. And they don't have any sense of equivalency. Same thing as like... Are you trying banning- to say the whole world's going to go communist there? That everyone's going to... The whole world's going to go one wage here? Is that... That is the threat. Absolutely. Good luck. Fuck. I don't, yeah, right. No, 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 no. It's, I, don't, I don't agree that it's gonna necessarily going to happen overnight, but in the next that, is the, mind, saying, that is the mind... That is the mind work. 2049. By 2049, be a war, dude. communism will either rule, rule the world completely, it'll have packaged up everybody, or there will be some serious-ass revolt. But what there'll I'm saying be is between now and then, there's going to be gas shortages, there's going to be uh, um, electrical shortages, there's going to be scary. cyber warfare, there's going to be, yeah, our grids go the, down, attacks on the universities. Like all of that away. To fight back, like, hey, fuck, you guys are gonna you're gonna revolt? Okay, bye, everything. Well, the unfortunately, the powers, um, yeah, I mean, like the the powers in our case, and and if you're talking about Canada, the powers are against us as citizens. Yeah, well, they'll just yeah, well, they'll. If you're in the states and say you're in Texas or something, then there's a good chance that your state, your governor, will actually be on your side. And then go to war with the government. Our liberal government is, is definitely it? on the foreign interest globalist side. Great. Definitely. And that our, I, and I our feel provincial, like real. the NDP, 100% globalist. 100%. Like this, We're fucked. 100%. What a depressing thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Don't even bother then. I so, mean, so you're saying just forget the self-development business I'm hoping to open. Forget going back to school for counseling. Just fucking start learning how to grow vegetables and move up north. No, but if you, <laughs> if, you, oh, if, you if you want if you want uh, PMA independence, right then you're gonna need to. If you, if you want some independence, you're gonna need to learn how to grow some food. We are going to be squeezed. I don't think that that's a question. It's already happening. Oh no, dude. No, no, well, no. Well, no, but no. it. Well, what it, I'm what I'm telling you is is that we're going to experience the quality of life of World War Three. Regardless of whether World War Three occurs, well, we the are in World quali- War Three. It's the called quality. The, it's the no, impact. dude, you fucking uh, to, you're grossly misunderstanding. Easy, if you fella. think, if you think that what we're living through today no, 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 is no, hardship, no. you got fucking some serious ass. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> the World War Three would be fought through economics, immigration, and inflate and inflate inflation. Why would you go to war and fucking blow shit up when you could just do exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Stifle out the masses. Yeah. How brilliant. You can't you even look at COVID. You're like, hmm, let's send out a, a virus that's going to confuse the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. It's going to make them gonna isolate everybody. Mm-hmm. Then while they're isolated watching Netflix and the news and their fucking Instagram and their Facebook, we're going to send mm-hmm. a whole bunch of confusing um, 
information that's just going to divide people mm -hmm. and that's going to fuck the economy up like it's just hard not to look at that in retrospect as like just yeah. evil genius shit oh no it's there's but massive you, evil genius shit being perpetrated on the west right now being perpetrated on the uk on spain on holland on america on canada we are getting fucked with with a capital f yeah but there's people also and that are aware of that right very few very oh. few yep everybody's susceptible to this shit man fucking social media dude 98% of every person is in agreement to communism. Well, are you right? serious? Yep. Well, what's as so long bad as you, about as, communism? And God damn it, they're going to change the subject. A lot. We got to do this. The minute that you mention like Stalin or Lenin or the actual results of communism or even China, holy fuck, China's a horrible, nasty ass country. Oop. Yep. The, uh, relating to that stuff, it's easy to say, oh no, we're never gonna be communist or anything like that. What communism's doing is it's taking the back door and it's framing arguments that are pro-communist ideologies and it's framing them in Western perspectives, right? It's like a uh, livable wage. People are so fucking dumb that they don't realize that livable wage is a fucking phantom word. Like you might as well be talking about intuition, the <laughs> ghost, you know, or the ghost, or you might as well be talking about Casper. You might as well be talking about, uh, you know, okay, okay hold on. Re reframe, reframe livable wage. So a livable wage It's like, here's, this is your good enough wage that we're going to give you. The left is fighting for a livable wage. And what is that? Exactly. The exactly. left is fighting. We want a livable wage. Yeah, a livable wage that you should be able to. You shouldn't have to work four jobs to pay your rent. And I we need a livable jobs, wage. Live at home, and I'm able to live like a rock star sometimes. Yeah, and that's good. I live at home. Yeah, I have a high-paying, high, big league construction your job, career. Your job pays you at least twice as much as what a livable wage would be called. Yeah, right. But I bust so, my ass and deal with douchey humans no. and then i work a pizza delivery job but I'm, that to me but i still have to live at home like my point is so if i had to get an apartment mm -hmm. i can't wrap my i can't justify paying 12 to 17 dollars a month just for freaking just for rent and then gas and then this so already it's like mm -hmm. tough mm -hmm. by yourself mm -hmm. that's ridiculous mm -hmm. oh yes and you and you're honestly no insult but you're the perfect person to talk about a livable wage. If I didn't frame livable I mean, I wage bad, that is. if I didn't frame it badly, I guarantee you I could have framed this conversation so that you'd be agreeing that people deserve a livable wage. That if you're going to work for somebody and you're going to put in the time and livable wage, dude, everybody gobbles it up. My brain wants <clears> to go start a business or find, find my way out of the slavery. Yeah. That livable, livable wage. wage I'm saying livable wage is just easy. It's like fucking cheese in a fucking mouse trap. So what the f you're still right? explaining me what it is. So what? Everyone just gets fifty bucks an hour, dude. There is no definition of what it is. That's why it's a fucking fool's bet. What are you gonna call this podcast now, Adam? It's a fool's bet because it simply doesn't exist. But if you get a 22-year-old, like my friend who works at Taco Bell, who's constantly bitching, she literally thinks working at fucking Taco Bell, she deserves to like be able to have her own apartment and have a cell phone and have full internet and have a computer and have a Your TV and have Netflix. and Yeah. She's like 22 years old. But she's like as commie as the fucking day is long. Okay. Not actually. Yeah, but how are those? But, but those. She's people, a normal person, though. She represents the average person who is being manipulated by 
very lowbrow, easy fucking b- pablum feed fucking communist there. ideas. Someone has to work there. Sure they do. We should really just get rid of fast food places like that, though. What do you mean we should? You're fucking such a communist, it kills me. You're what you basically do is you let everybody Jeez. do what the fuck they want, and if they want to have a Taco Bell, they can have one. And if they can't find anybody to work there, then they'll pay better. And don't read John And if Joseph's they can, book, then you'll hate it. Pay somebody less. We should then be pay them less. Based diets, man, and hunting for food. Unfortunately, because of exploitation, we have laws that say that there's a mandatory minimum that you're allowed okay, to hold pay on. somebody. You don't think that fucking fast food joints are bad for the environment? I don't give a shit. Oh I don't God. think it matters to the world at all. The world doesn't give a fuck. Why do you? Why you got to be a fucking fangirl for the goddamn environment? When what's the environment gonna? Well, dude, you think like, it really cares? Isn't it? Well, it's just unhealthy for people. It's not. It's 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 not. It's unhealthy. Number Who one. Who cares? How like the cattle and all the animals that they're using to fucking feed feed these fast food places are taking up all this land and all like the resources. It's not your land. It's my planet. No, it's not. You just happen to be on it. I. Th- you're borrowed. You're on borrowed space in the fucking. What's uh, your end goal? In then, a, dude? An anomalous. I want to know what you're gonna name this episode now. We're supposed to. Talk, it's supposed. It's supposed to be cycles of damage. And that, is that where we are? Because I was sure. going into uh, that. You know, that's behavioral stuff. That's addiction. Is it? I don't know. This kind of relates. I wanted to say though, somewhere Quite in this often edit, we I don't... have to save myself here. Quick house cleaning is that? Yeah. Anyway, I feel like going into a mosh pit is like like metal mosh pits. Metal saved my life. I know it's so backwards, but it's been eaten at me, dude. It's not though. And. I just said earlier that um, hip hop. I just feel like some some of those kids are. Do you like, equate moshing with dancing? Do yeah, you, do you yeah. relate it? I feel. You know what I relate moshing to? What? I just don't want to sound like an idiot here because I think like Too everyone late. live and fuck live and <laughs> let live. Just I feel like metal kids are less likely to shoot each other in a parking lot over a drug debt than the dudes that are listening to fucking gangster rap. That's really. Yes, that is my point. Yes, but but there's also the fact that they're less likely to go into debt. Pardon me. This less likely that they're going to go into debt from drugs. Metalheads do drugs. They do, but a metalhead who starts dealing drugs ends up listening to hip hop, gangster rap. I dealt fucking drugs. Never. I mean, yeah, we fucking. Slinging a few bags of weed here and there. No, I'm Um, talking about. That was my point. Guys who are thugging. Guys who are thugging that are metalheads end yeah. up listening to gangster rap. I never did. No, I, I know. Well, actually, I do now. Like you're OG not metal. Fucking... So all the rap the kids were listening to back when I was a hippie kid, yeah. I'm into now. And it, and I call it that that OG fucking gangster, that OG rap yeah. is metal as fuck. I don't know what you're talking about. Snoop Dogg, okay. Trey, okay. all the old hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I still listen to that stuff. That shit's fucking Eminem, awesome. 50 Cent, Easy E. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Some I go. Th- someone just went, ew, 50 Cent. I heard it. but Well, they can fuck themselves. But that rap, I like it now. I look back and I go, oh, Fucking 50 shit. Cent is good, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, because they're rapping about the hustle and grind and oh, entrepreneurship. I don't even know what they're saying half the time, Dude, but they're it's talking a good... about getting out of the. So those guys are talking about the yeah. same shit as a metalhead. Metalhead, fucking Jamie Jass is like, don't listen to the fucking haters. You fucking follow your dreams. And well, that's fucking what Fifty Cent saying. I'm gonna hustle on the fucking. Bitch well, that's why you listen to it while you're doing while while you're hustling. 
But they're both right? saying the same shit. Because motive. It's like self help music for hustlers. High, what I call is high vibrational metal, high vibrational rap. But it's but the rap's a little. Okay. But we're not objectifying women in the metal scene that much. I mean, I guess we are. I mean, it can all be argued. I can hear so many people arguing, and I I want to hear everyone's argument valid. I really want to be objective, but I just feel like I don't. I don't honestly don't know why it's got to be a competition like that. What do you mean? Well, it d- doesn't matter what the metal people do in relation to the to the gangster people the gangster people um like everybody's in it everybody volunteers for it right the, i just listened to I, what was i saying that the, the we got to the point metal the, just the shorty girls life. doesn't mind being called a bitch oh they love it just yeah. seeing those gangster chicks man they're just like yeah fucking they're well and they're hardcore they're, too what they call right? bad bitches yeah they're fucking hardcore too like they'll probably them. fuck you up if you try to well they're just they're slam just slam them they're hardcore they're just they're they're good in the sock and they're fucking bad bitches mm-hmm but, uh, that is one thing, dude. And it was like fucking. But I mean, I just mm. don't. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally wrong here. And there's metalheads out there banging and shooting and fucking drug dealing. And, uh, maybe I'm. Oh, there's there's, there's so many different genres and subgenres of music, like like old like New York. No, there's hardcore, definitely those guys like New York. There's hardcore. definitely metal killers and fucking psychopaths and shit yeah, like that. Obviously. Like you go to Norway, Duh. and the fucking oh, yeah, church burners and burning down weirdos and. It's it's just I guess animal herders. For me or, in particular, I went to the metal mosh pit and another and a segue again was yes, when I'm in a mosh pit, I feel like primal tribe tribalism. Yeah. But I also think online that some of the metalheads are the most opinionated negative people on the planet. Well, there's gonna be just because they're people. Not, you know I, I just go, but they shit on sweet mess metalheads shit on each other's brands publicly like a lot. When I go to a metal show, though, it's the most brotherly, loving. We're gonna pick you up. If you is fall that down. an internet versus real life thing, though? That's right. Did you see that uh, meme with the dogs and be, oh, on the fence? Yes, dude, dude that is that the is best. The best <laughs> fucking meme. <I> was like, <laughs> ah, yeah. Suddenly, that summed it all up. Yeah, it does. I'm yelling. I'm sorry, but yes, I'm excited because no, that meme does. was the best. It does sum that it up. Was, I'll have to throw it in the video. Here. You're gonna have to throw it in the video. Yeah, it's. It's. We'll just describe it quick. Yeah. It's a chain link fence, and on one side of the fence is a couple dogs barking. At the other side of the fence, another another like couple dogs barking. These they heard there's two groups of dogs barking like just off at each other, mm-hmm. and then someone opens the fence and it slowly opens, and the dogs just kind of tone it down and kind of back away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the one I saw recently, they keep opening and closing, and opening and so closing, and opening, and they just yep. Yep. When they open the fence, they're like basically looking around, like whistling, like da 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 da. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And then the fence closes, and they're. Oh. Well, there you That's go. the internet. That's everybody, man. It's not just metal we. Heads. Metalheads are kind people. We'll temper ourselves, I think, to that. I'm working on my shit too. I'm I, as I'm people though, like dick. as a. I think I think it's almost like there's some currents that we as uh, as a collective or something like that are on. And I think we as a collective will temper ourselves on the internet and will become less horrible. We use it as an as a means by which to vent and we use it as a What's way it, emotionally reactive. You're I'm guilty of this. You just see something, you're like, fuck that idiot. Yeah, but like, it's also it's also pure. The trick is to sit on your post for a day. It's pure. <laughs> until you until you until you put a mask on. Yeah. So you but just appreciate this for a sec. It's pure. What is? It is unmasked, pure emotion. It is not good. Well, it's not because let's just then say it's a good way to reveal how we are all actually horrible people on the core. 
we're all horrible people at our center with masks on that allow us to become socially acceptable. We're horrible people. We're all horrible people. Why? How, do, how do you figure that? Because of evidence, man. This is just evidence. That's a societal thing, though. <laughs> it's not. It's just. A, well, it's like you're a not collective. Born horrible. Your daughter wasn't born horrible. I. When you become a person, you become a part of the person personal experience, right? Part well, of that's the experience. Okay, of people. so now that segues, segues us right back to the very beginning, which is the ball. The subject matter is the what was it again? God, I, cycles I, of damage. So that means you're saying the ball rolls. So you, like you, we are um, products of our environment. We start off being products of our environment. And it's absolutely. a fucking domino effect, man. It goes back. So absolutely. I'm currently right now trying to break but, the cycle of dysfunction in my family. But I, th- I think the, I think the shittiness taking on Taking responsibility. Yeah. The shittiness on the internet, though, I think is just honesty. I don't think that that's oh, us yeah, at sure. our worst. I think that's just us. I think that's us without some type of a... Ooh, Shit happens. Though. Some type of a prevention, like it's us without the 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 check valves that we would normally have. Yeah, well, that's not good. It, it's productive, maybe. How? It's what? It's exactly now. We're going to go back to communism only... here. That's a, that's what you're saying is that double that that shit that the 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 internet war. I don't know if it's like communism, but it is. Well, it is a, a taste of sorry, honesty. Not communism, but like it's a taste you... of honesty, though, right? What? How people are really feeling? Because yeah. people are upset. They're oppressed. They're ch- they don't want. They're sick of getting up and going to work in the fucking grind of life. They're not living their passion. They're not living their dreams. So they're they're upset. Whatever it is, whatever it is, go to the comments section. Like I love the. I mean, I watch Maple Ridge News on Facebook. The comments section, man. On what? The, on anything is horrible. It is, dude. I had to unfollow. <laughs> I had to unfollow recently. Um, what was it? Uh, Metal Injection. Because hmm. they post a picture of. Um, a band say ghost mm-hmm. holy shit everyone hates ghosts either you love them or you hate mm-hmm. them it's like the doors mm. yeah i had to unfollow because it's just hundreds and hundreds like the of doors comments. except for shittier pardon me uh, like the doors but really shitty i like ghosts i don't oh think yeah shitty but at all no i know but like the In doors your opinion the doors is objectively good <laughs> the kidding. doors are great like it is what it is people just have they're just wired weird they don't like certain mm-hmm. shit i don't like death metal but i'm not gonna go on facebook and be like Fuck cannibal corpse and your fucking stupid blah, blah, blah. like why like they don't suck i would never say they suck they don't suck it's just it's just a negative so i'm like why do i need to hear this news i listen mm-hmm. to the jasta podcast he does the weekly metal roundup i get all yeah, yeah. my news and i'm good i don't need to see it on facebook anymore yeah yeah fuck off yeah 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 just no say- if maybe if it was like you listen to a radio station and they like overplayed it too much then you'd be like all right i'm fucking sick of cannabis corpse now one we'll fucking move on cannibal right. cannabis corpse is actually a band too it's is a it? cover of cannibal corpse <laughs> it's funny it's awesome um, Seen them no, but, but at that point, you I'll get attacked, are, though, if I defend these you're, bands. You're pissed off because you've heard it too much, and you're taking it out on them. Whoa. And the fact is is that you're just in this open venue for like free and unabated negativity at any point for any reason. And I get that everybody thinks that it's a bad thing, but I've started to come to the... Not even the conclusion, but I'm really questioning whether or not it's actually a healthy stage of our... Of our communication. It where isn't. And they talk about this all the time. We get to hammer out what... This is terrible. 
I don't know, man. Buddy, this is not healthy. I had to take a break. From, I took a break, month and a half off social media. It was My mental yeah. health knob went up three notches. Yeah, it's, well, it's the circumstances, const- but as far as, a, as far as like a collective goal of being able to communicate things better and being honest with ourselves and being, we tend to live in bullshitville quite a bit. We live in strange consensuses where we live in the world WWE effect. I love the WWE, man. We live in the WWE effect, though, where yeah. people all know that something's totally bullshit. They just all go with it. So our ability to just fucking pull the plug and be candid and just fucking that absolute, um, like no no holding back on our on our shittiest opinions about stuff might be a stage that we get through and we get over. Um, but no, might also take over. be a stage that's needed in order to avoid just constantly living in states of bullshit. Well, that those constant, but that's like then it goes back to that whole thing, that self development shit, man. Like you gotta, it goes for another, like the ball, the ball we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. You have to take responsibility for the momentum of your ball if you want it to either speed up or slow down or change direction. You have to you have to take control of it. Control of it. Yeah. You have to take control of it. Yeah. And that means because taking responsibility for the momentum right. might Sorry, be interpreted differently. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But once you have control of the ball, then now you can you can go whatever way you want. And no. No. Well, you, <laughs> no. You, now you can exercise your resources on it. But there's a lot of times where the ball has so much momentum that the person's resources isn't actually able to control it as much as we'd like to think because somebody before that person was even themselves fucking got that ball ball going at, Mine was at a, a clip speeding rep, <laughs> right. speeding comet of destruction bro and i got it slow down well, you might have, might have gotten a grip on it but you're also 40 years old right so 38 sir okay well <clears throat> you know ideally, what do you mean by that well what do you mean by that well, ideally, if we are handed a shitty deck of cards, we manage to pull ourselves out. We manage to have uh, success before that, right? Say that again. Ideally, I can't say that again. Wait, just I... just go back. This is like my number four pet peeve, but I've already bitched enough today. I can't repeat what I say constantly. Well, I'm trying to understand so what you just, said. just think about it in your head. And then we don't have to kill our audience by me repeating myself. <laughs> well, I don't think it kills them. Oh, fuck, it kills them, man. Trust me. It kills me listening to it. Well, you edit these, and that's why it kills you. I know, but there's no sense in repeating. Okay. Uh, I don't understand what you meant by that. I'm 40 years old. I pulled myself up. Like, what? If you would have pulled yourself, like, <sighs> ideally, a person who's dealt a shitty hand like yourself isn't pulling themselves out of it in their 40s. They're, well, that's, that's pretty common that they are. It is pretty common that they are, right? Um, and again, that has something to do with the ball, right? So if you're like, I'm saying that sometimes the ball's thrown so hard that, it, that, it's, that it's not necessarily the responsibility of the person to be able to stop it the moment that they have a modicum of control, you're saying, well, I'm 40 year, I'm almost 40 years old and I've kind of got my shit a little bit together. You're actually really corroborating what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? Like you're not on top of your fucking shit at all. You're, 
still you got fucking dirt under your nails right from scratching yourself out of the fucking hole mm-hmm. right um which is good uh, we're yeah, well, not going to downplay it but fact is is that is co- that's confirming what i'm saying is that sometimes the ball's thrown so hard that it takes us a long time to gain control or like 30 year old garrett in my opinion wasn't responsible for the inertia of of the habits of life experience and of the the damage so to say 30 year old garrett wasn't responsible for the cycles of damage because he realized them 40 year old garrett is becoming more responsible because now you have more control and so if you let the ball just fly off it's easier to say why did you let the ball fly off but 10 years ago would you hold yourself accountable and would you be like you have to take more responsibility for your damage God, no, i wasn't the same person but i also well, think and, that and it took you longer yeah because of that ball well, you right took, you took, you so we'll take the, the ball's gotta like hit bumps and fucking sure great out so now in the perspective there's some people who whose ball is not thrown as hard who managed to get control of it maybe in their 20s mm-hmm. there's other people whose balls thrown so hard that they it takes them 20 more years to get control of it and then there's other people whose balls literally just fucking destroyed and they're they're they don't really even they don't have the resources they don't even have the opportunity because now they've got brain damage or they've got oh well, uh, yeah i would have easily agree uh, with that it just felt like alcohol syndrome the way you said that just kind of impl- it felt like like you're almost 40 like it's like game over dude just settle down with your shit and just be grateful you have a construction job no, no, I think no, I could no, turn no. my life around in the next year, ten years dramatically. I'm like, like you said, I'm still got dirt on my fingernails for sure, but I'm definitely at the, t- I'm definitely can see the light at the end of the tunnel as long as I keep going. Well, of course, of course, well, I mean, of course. It, like, at the, actually, I you, could see the the blue sky at the very top of the hole that I was you, in. You get defensive, so I start a conversation, and you're like, "How is he trying to put me down right now?" No, it's I'm not trying about to under, that. No, no, I'm it's trying to understand that. what you're saying. But, but the fact is, is that. I, when I said that sometimes the ball's thrown so hard, you're like, no, look at me as an example of a person who fucking fixes the ball. But you're not a good example of a person who fixes the ball. You're so, actually an example of a person who's of- had a ball thrown really hard and who's had a greater amount of struggle in order to gain control of it than, say, the average person in the population who, at 30 years old, might be in a, might be in that same position. Sometimes it takes longer. Unfortunately... Uh, the harder the ball's thrown, um, depending on how that ball's thrown, too. Some of but us are. But even to say I'm not are, a great example of that change, it's kind of it's a bit like that's that you know that's a bit insulting into a degree because like I've worked hard even just to get here. But what I know what you're saying, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but you're not a fucking very good example of somebody who fucking takes control of their ball like early in life. And God, no, I know what right? you mean exactly, right? exactly. So as but far I mean, as as far as it it posing a challenge. Um, but I look around and see a lot of our friends that haven't done fuck all either, right? Well, I don't think anybody that we know has done fuck all, including and yourself have, and, and myself. And their balls haven't even been whipped as hard as mine. I, my know. theory is... Yeah, the, no, that's true. I feel like the darker you're... Like, I feel like I could... Tr- I feel like, my honestly, my addiction and my struggle in this 10 or 15 years of severe addiction and self-fucking mutilation mentally that I've just been like you're a piece of shit every single day of my life and you don't even deserve anything mm-hmm. that whole life that I've lived mm-hmm. I think it's been is literally the school of hard knocks now that I'm cl- get cl- like it's just, it's literally attending the school of hell mm-hmm. and when you come and if and when you come out of that 
I think that's some of the greatest education a person can have. Oh, fuck, of course, I like, agree. And when yeah. you learn to monetize it and call it the fucking five second rule or the extreme ownership there or the, or the slay the day mentality, you can maybe make money. Go, well, make money, yeah. absolutely. Make money. I'm all 100% and go help Everybody's got to make money. Everybody's got to make money. Well, I mean, people message me after my podcast and like, dude, your story's insane. You should write a book. And I was like, okay, I should probably start journaling. But, um, mm-hmm. And they even say... I was telling Roger that he should write a book. Roger Stern. Yeah, I think it'd be... Uh, even gotta, if people don't to talk to him. publish like, stuff, yeah, then I'm it so would busy. be... I really want to talk. They want to talk on the phone, and I just... Man, yeah. I have no time. That's why I'm like, come on the podcast. Maybe I'll just have my own. Yeah, and, 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 and Roger, I mean, I haven't really caught up with him. He's, he's had a lot of cycles. Um, he's had a lot of cycles, but... And mental health issues. And mental health issues. But he is... Um, he's really got his shit together, <laughs> right? It's yeah. so, it's funny, right? Because he, if you talk to him, he's like, oh no, fucking, he's no, really I, hard on himself, I know bro. He is, but when he's I talk hard to him, on himself. Same thing, man. He's hard, like you're hard on yourself. I'm really, like, we're all hard on ourselves. No, now. I'm fucking really not. I'm like, yeah, but you're my perspective. I, I know people that are way smarter than me, so I keep. I, I'm not. It's not like I blow smoke up my ass. Oh, you fucking better believe you do. You're but levitating. I, I think that other people are. Your farts fucking smell like that. fucking Skittle Rainbow Rose fucking Febreze. I'm just not down on myself. I don't think. Oh, I don't deserve. To, a I'm voice an immense or something. Group. Right. That I go to, and one of the tasks were, hey, just say one fucking nice thing. Not three, not five, not two. Say one nice thing about yourself. Mm-hmm. Ten guys. Mm-hmm. Boy, was that a challenge. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Like, and I, that's a majority of people, man. And yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah, Roger, I think there's some of us who just for how to have just, just shit cards. And this goes back I think to most us. people need to think of one negative thing about themselves. I think about that a lot. Yeah, I know you do, but we're not talking about you. I said most people. Most people. Yeah. Most people should do the 12 steps, yes. Most people nope. should. I wouldn't say that, but at least if they can think a negative okay, thing about okay, themselves. What, who, most people, people that haven't had their ball thrown very hard should start thinking about. Should be humbled by their own inadequacies. So you're saying basically more <laughs> self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. cool. I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah, and especially if the self-awareness includes their inadequacies, right? Um, people are, people are very, people are almost, it's like what we know, we don't know versus what we don't know, we don't know. Um, and knowing enough to know what you don't know is all you need. What? I got that though. It's all you need in life. Knowing enough to know what you don't know. That's all you need. How's it funny? I didn't need you to repeat that. The other thing I did, Mm -hmm. simple things. Yeah, I know that is, I hear you saying, yeah, I know. Um, that's right. Because. At that point, then you appreciate where it is that you stand on the scope of things and go, yeah, okay, so I, I don't know all that sort of shit. But if you don't know that you don't know it, then you're fucking, that's, that's when you are just like intolerably dumb. That's, that's I the, think the word's ignorant. That's the ignorant. Yeah, that's the ignorant. Talking about um, words and wanting to use them correctly, I think we, we use fucking... Uh, the word well, the, the, yeah, dumb is so is a horrible word for it. Dumb doesn't even mean that, right? That's a I think igno- ignorant, ignorant. ignorance, like a lot of ignorance we're experiencing these days with people. It's ignorance. This, this, and like there and, is and, ignorance, but then there's just daftness, and then there's just uh, and then there's the 
the desire to go along with things like being ash positive and stuff. A lot of times people's uh, where, where we could say somebody's ignorant, I actually think that people are smarter than that. I just think that they're choosing what to be, pay attention to and what not to pay attention to. Right. Like it's like saying, well, if I knew that sugar was bad for me, I would have. Well, you do. You did know, you know, like even if you're kind of daft, you still know that sugar is bad for you. You can't really use that as an excuse of like, oh, you're ignorant. Yeah. Um, Sorry. What do we got going on? Just my foreman. Whenever I see my foreman send stuff, I just I just get nervous, but we're good. It's just yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Got to make sure your business. Biznatch. Well, I can, it can wait, but I always get nervous. Um, You're fired. Yeah, you've, yeah. Well, I don't, well, they, it's not like that. Yeah, basically. That's my, see there, but that's my insecurity. Like, I'm doing a really good job. I know I am, but that's, I, I want out of construction anyway. Like, that's, I'm there for a while. If my foreman hears this, well, you know, another year or two in there. And then I do want to go chase my, I want to go ch- chase my dreams and, and, and go back to school and, bl- just become a smarter, better person and try to help people get through their de- demonic possession. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, I, I just surprising how many people just don't are so bad down on themselves and they're like powerful. People are, don't realize how powerful they really could be. If they, yeah, yeah. if they yeah, got yeah, out yeah. of the face, pardon? Yeah. Yeah. No, if I'm they got out of the Facebook world, they start Cause I, I can, man, some days I'll scroll through Instagram and Facebook and I'll be like, Oh yeah, fuck. I'm super inspired. But, mm-hmm. And then a lot of the times it's dry and then I start getting down on myself and comparing myself to people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's good though. I don't know. I think we just need to reflect more. Some of us, some of us, some of us. Um, when I was thinking about cycles of damage earlier yeah. in the week, I was thinking about different circumstances because I've got a lot of friends who have had different cards um, dealt and not only different cards dealt, but they've made different life decisions. And those, both the cards and their decisions um, either perpetuate damage or they, or they try to release you from damage. And um, because of the lack of awareness on stuff, the amount of perpetuation of damage where just damage just keeps causing more damage, keeps causing more damage, yeah. is um, like... It's so overwhelming that the idea of being able to pull pull out of cycles of damage starts becoming almost mythological or it's like, you know, that's where it's like people are like, well, yeah, it is possible for, and it's like that now we're talking about like winning the lottery. Like, you you know, every day somebody wins the lottery Mm -hmm. and yeah, like I can get that kind of like, that like forced positive perspective I get it, but really, if I was a normal person, I don't know, I don't know how good of a chance I'd be to lift myself out of it, right? Like I think a lot of people are, a they don't they don't even identify themselves as being in cycles of damage. Mm-hmm. They don't know what that would look like. They don't know what it, you know. Yeah, no, I like you can say like, oh, you don't want to get up in the morning. Or you don't well, want to take hard. care that's, of that's yourself. One of the hardest things to do in the world you is don't get wanna, up early. Sure, but you can you can identify these symptoms that you can say, okay, that is a symptom of cycles of damage. But I think people that we know 
that I, that have symptoms that I would say that those are cycles of damage. They don't actually realize always that's just part of their lifestyle or their. I just actually that's I'm gonna make a video I think on the weekend because I just posted my three months sober and yeah. fuck man I got like 244 likes I I wasn't even gonna pull I wasn't even gonna post it in the morning mm-hmm. I was like man three, 90 days today that's pretty good because and it's, you know don't judge a man by how many times he's fallen because it's because I was like holy fuck I've always I always make videos about how long I've been sober I made it almost a year and I kind of felt down on myself I'm like but I'm like no fuck it man it's a journey like mm. this is. I did not expect 244 people. I'm going to get to my point uh, to like yeah, yeah. that. It made me feel so good. And a lot of people are like, why don't you post that? I'm like, because 244 fucking people got my back. And I can also comment to people that are like, hey, I've got a week. Thank you. Hey, da, da, da. Point is, is you're right. We put these shiny posts on. So I wanted to make a video probably mm. Saturday saying thanks for these videos. But guess what? There's a lot of ugly shit I face every day. There's a lot of, I had to, you know, get into the real truths. Like, mm. I, I, I fucking snap show in the morning. I'm not happy with my job sometimes. It was a lot of work to get here. Like, I, you know, we don't post yeah. enough of the real shit. The I, ugly I, truths. I feel like that's what I deserve. I feel so grateful that people liked it that much that I, I owe it to myself. And people would be like, yeah, but guess what? Last year, I didn't tell you that I lost my license from drinking and driving again. I might not leave that one out, but for facebook but I, but I didn't tell you that i made it a year and 11 months two weeks before i decided to let covid be the reason why i drank yeah I think we need, at some level though that's dude perspective i think the people that you're trying to reach out to um i think that they understand that need to know that things like you fucking were doing really 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 great and then boom you lost your license again uh, because they need to know that they need to know that. Yeah, the, the transparency um, is amazing, su- and, and I think that's why it got so many likes. Sorry, and I don't think that it's worth sacrificing the benefit to those people to protect yourself from the shame or the embarrassment. Because there is none. It's well, development. Well, it should be. There should be fucking shame and embarrassment. Holy shit! Right? Well, like, what are you? Obviously, you're not like fucking it, daft. The, yes. But, it doesn't have to hold you back from connecting to another person because sometimes our shame and embarrassment is what makes us human, right? Yeah. I got things that I'm embarrassed about. And it's not like I... Like your tiny penis. Have to, like my tiny penis. And it's not like I have to <laughs> deny it. It is literally what makes me human, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, like there's... You don't want to look like a person who's failing or you don't look like a failure to this group of people, because yeah, you went almost a year and then fucking. Well, there's fell. a few that don't like my shit anymore. Well, they can so, fuck themselves. They have fucking rights. But they can. for a person who's a week to go, oh fuck, Garrett was eleven months, almost a year, eleven and a half months, and he, he fucking fell off the fucking back, fell out of the car, and fucking skidded to a stop, um, and then lost his license again. Well, well, that time I fell it, out of the car, held on and did it about it, a mile and a half, it, and then yeah. fucking someone slammed the door on my fingers, and then yeah. I rolled out. <laughs> but it gives them it gives them hope, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes humiliating ourselves truthfully, coming to terms with truthful things that are humiliating, uh, is just beneficial for other people to not be as humiliated about their own shit, and that is a that's important, Powerful. man. Yeah, that's and that's important. why when I posted my when I got my breathalyzer out and like I'm just very and I, I've had I had someone recently just go like literally a very I don't very I'm not gonna say who but it was a toxic person who's struggling big time blames everybody else does not and the same person that over and over and over um, talking about me no man like this person <laughs> I try it was just as soon as the person drank a little bit too much they're like just going on and on and they're like why don't you post that stuff you know you just set yourself up and I'm like I could tell that. 
my posting this shit makes you uncomfortable because it makes you try because now you have to automatically be accountable for yourself. Yeah, of you course. don't have to follow me then. You don't have to like me. Just get rid of it. But you watch. You still watch. And you know what? You don't even like it. You still don't like. It. You don't comment. And that's fine. And mm. the re- and you're like, why? Do you- I don't know why you post that stuff. But I'm like, why do you want to post your year? And I'm like, I'm gonna post the shit. I'm gonna fucking PMA the fuck out of my page because mm. that's what we need. Like in my opinion. Sure, 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 sure. I think a lot of people need that. And when someone so enough people need it, that is worth offering. So I'm going to make that now, especially after you saying that I am going to make that video short and sweet on Saturday morning. Yeah. And uh, you don't seem to have a problem with uh, being vulnerable to, well, what a, to share your experience. Right. And, and I that's don't see this. I don't see. No, I mean, dude, life's short. I don't right? see. Like, why, the fu- that, why fucking lie about it? People have way <laughs> more respect for it. Weeds out. So like, uh, like some of the cool people are like, Ugh, Garrett, yeah. and that's fine. Because oh, I don't want to be in your cool fucking club. It means I have to be fake. If the cool people realize that they're, then maybe they'd about turn. But they don't. They they're literally so dumb that they don't even realize that they are the fucking tool. Exactly. And that's and, really the and case. A lot of the that's really the case. Drugged out, kind of, kind of like edgy, like the, the rough around the edges people are the ones that really reach out to me because mm-hmm. that's who I. It's not necessarily the cool fucking guy. I've been in the big bands, you know. Mm-hmm. Those guys, not so much. They'll like and like, but the majority of my fan base or following or friend base is to, is that we're rough around the edges, right? We're of course. struggling, and we're not necessarily the cool real people. people. Real people. Yeah. Well, it depends where you grew up, too, right? We but, we spend a lot of time in Maple I'll, Ridge, in which case but I, mean, I got all over the world. Yeah. Friends. Now but I'm rough around the edges is. But kind I mean, of artistic, the, rough around the edges, not like necessarily the most shiniest, coolest uh, people, and that. And to me, I'm like fucking great, like mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. because if I, I have to hang out with you and you're not real, like if you're disingenuous, if you're just putting on, I get awkward, I get so my intuition kicks in or whatever. My gut feeling is like this is gross. Yeah, this yeah. person's gross. Like how I can't. Hey man, like I try to get. It's all image. It's it, all. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't presentation. Do it. I and, have nothing yeah. else to talk about other than real shit mm-hmm. and those masks i'm like they're just they're I, I used to wear them i'd always be like hey man i just want to fit in mm-hmm. i've hung out with so many people that it was like and those uh, and it's just not who i am anymore and that shows me a lot of growth i think i've yeah i'd rather be alone uh, i spend yeah. a lot of time alone reading my audio listening to my audiobooks my podcasts thinking about my music it's just i find that people just get in the fucking way man mm-hmm Oh God! Like yeah, I can't story of my life right there. I just uh, you're you're an you're an object, not a fucking solution to the problem, man. Yep. Well, it depends on what the problem is because they're they're their own problem. Um, that people people don't usually fit into each other's solutions, and uh, the solution is whatever it is the solution is going to be. It has nothing to do with anybody else. You have to be the example is what I've come to realize. Um, yeah. It's just a matter of where do we, where do we meet? Right. Where's the, where's the common ground? And 2020 caused a lot of shit that it's, it's like fucking the disease, mental illness of depression and solitude and all this sorts of shit is, is really, really evident today. Right. Like it's evident more of it. Like I've been, I've been getting contacted by a lot of people um, to like connect, reconnect, shit like that. Which to me is like I was saying on social media, that's an indicator that things are bad, bad. Because I'm like the last person that 
anybody would ever fucking contact to like have a good warm feeling about another human being. <laughs> really? Right? Like I'm I'm just I'm not part of the uh regular social thread and I'm you know, people are usually like, sorry to bother you. And good. Like you'd better be, because you're fucking probably are bothering me. I really just really don't give a shit. I'm glad you exist, but we don't think about the same things and I don't really want to talk to you because I'm in my fucking own world. But to reach out to me then says to me that there's something like seriously significant where I'm like the last person on the planet that's able to talk to this person. Otherwise, they'd go to somebody else, right? Like, I know I would if I was them. But the loneliness and the isolation of COVID is starting to really work on people. And I think that there's a greater opportunity now than ever to um, have to rebuild. Things are getting destroyed. Things are getting broken down. And people need building. People just need to rebuild uh, tips. They need motivation. They need, uh, a lot of times too, it's like the same shit over and over and over again is really just all they need. It's all people need. They just need to hear it every day. Just a reminder, you're doing well. You're, mm. you're, you're, if you put in the work, if you put in the effort, you should feel like you've done what you can and you should feel like you've made the best competent effort. And if things still fail in spite of that, then at least you don't have to say, well, it's because I'm a fucking piece of shit. Mm -hmm. It's because I'm a piece of shit that my life's like this, right? Because you've put in the effort. You've done your thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know what else people can do because people are like, well, you know, I feel like a piece of shit. And I'm like, well, pro tip. You are a piece of shit. Oh, Adam. <laughs> right? They're like, the world would be better off if I wasn't here. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. I don't even want to reply to this because I'm going to get fucking sued. You know what? 85% of the world, man. You'd fucking the world would be better off if you weren't here. So don't think that. Don't think that because don't think that because you could be the person that the world would be happy to have around, right? You don't just, like just because people like, exist doesn't mean that they're fucking valuable. Just because you fucking have a heartbeat doesn't mean that you are valuable to the world. That's not true. There's people who have heartbeats that are horrible pe people who victimize other people. They abuse other people. Just because you're alive doesn't make you yeah. worthy of life. Don't you think, like, could you, like, sometimes I think that this dimension that we're in is purgatory. Like, it's hell. Like, that's sometimes I think, like, wait, this is, this, like, this is hell. Mm. This is a hellish experience sometimes. Like, mm -hmm. some people are living a life that's just beautiful and awesome and they got money and everything else. So you got to go, well, like, maybe there, maybe it's just a dichotomy of both, like. Some people are here living, I don't know, but this the way that there's so many people that are really shitty mm -hmm. and a hard job and it's, fuck, it's just, you got to go, man, is this, is this the dimension of hell? And mm -hmm. when we die, like, we're good to go? Yeah. <laughs> right. Eh? Uh, as far as, like, as far as a literal thing goes, uh, what people would, back in the day, what they're trying to get at is definitely that it's, that it's during our life, right? A hell. Or heaven. Yeah. The kingdom of the kingdom. Well, the four agreements. Have you ever read the four agreements? Do you, do you know that book? I think you might uh, like that one. The four agreements. You know, I can't, I'm not too sure, but that I'm far more interested in like the actual 
principles and the formulas behind so you know what is actually existing in the universe well, and well, they're saying that sorry they say yeah. the four agreements don't take anything personally don't make assumptions be impeccable with your word will be and uh do your best hmm. and that and then you can live in a state of heaven so don't gossip hmm. don't fucking make assumptions like don't, don't take on like don't take anything personally the, the principles and the laws that they're talking about in that book are like you can live in heaven here, like if you want, but okay, we are well, too judgmental. We talk I, don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think, I don't know if I can't validate the book, but the ideas of heaven are obviously older than that book, and they come from yes, they come from uh, Judaism and and then the Bible because the Bible's kind of extrapolating on on the on the Judaic concept. So let's just imagine that heaven, like I don't mean like well, I let's mean, just imagine that the Christian heaven is like a an, a, ch- a childized. It's an infantilized yeah. version of the older Judaic heaven. Candy-ass version. The, uh, the idea of like the seven heavens and the Mormons, that's actually a little bit more like the idea of, of heaven and hell on earth, right? So mm-hmm. what the people who wrote the New Testament were talking about was not afterlife. It was this life. It was that the kingdom of heaven is available during your life yeah unfortunately okay, so when that's you, what that book unfortunately book when you die the fucking light switch for almost everybody is just going to go off but while you were alive the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of hell those kingdoms are part of our life experience they are you could say they're like dimensions or you could say they're like onion skins or you could say they're states of experience you could say that they're psychological mind frames or psychological states you know um, their perspectives, everything. They're what you're tapped into. Your relationship with yourself and your relationship with the universe is a unique thing. And is it good? Are you tortured? Are you, do you torture yourself with things? I fucking, yeah, I do. Are you living in a state of self-condemnation? Yeah, well... Right? And, and, yeah. and, and, and is there a right and wrong or are all these states of fucking shit that we go through, are all these just part of a story for us to learn, to, to become more complete yeah, as I an observer and as a person yeah, I'm that. to that your bad experiences and your good experiences all amount to just making a, a better you and... So it takes will, the bad and the good. So you will get abducted, hopefully, at some point, because you become an elevated human being. Yeah, exactly. In the, <laughs> in the alien theory, you become abducted, but maybe in, years, when you're in the five-year-old, like, okay, we're done. <laughs> in the non-alien theory, you just become a person. You become mature, right? So, like, uh, in the consciousness thing, we're going to go about this. We're going to. I got to prepare something for you, and then I'd love to you to shit all over it. But um, what? In the in the in the evolution of consciousness, it is. Uh, oh fuck! You know what? I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna hold it onto there because I don't want to I don't want to start obscurizing or or, or making um, making what we're saying here even more confusing because I think that we're winding uh, down. We're winding down and we're starting to. We we have this thing where uh, this is me editing the podcast. We have this thing where we kind of come at things in terms of like definitions and you know like this is this that's that what's you know what's what and 
But then we, we, we abandon it. And not long after we start to exemplify things, right? Um, this, we can't exemplify damage and, and cycles of damage or anything like that. Well, we've but covered that well tonight, I believe. I, yeah, I In think at the very life. least we've talked around. No, we've hit we've, it. We did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're but, never satisfied with our topic sometimes. Well, not never. Sometimes you're not satisfied. Sometimes I'm not satisfied with the clarity of right. ideas that we're trying to hammer out. But this one we did. The, the other thing is is that um, sometimes I, I, we hit stop and I think, fuck, I got a list of things. I got a list of things that I still wanted to talk about. However, like say with left versus right, I was like, okay, well, first of all, I fucked it up by saying that it wasn't personality types. Which anybody on the right's gonna be like, this guy's fucking, they're gonna flush it. They're gonna stop listening <laughs> to the podcast because they're, they're gonna think well, we I'm an do idiot. A part two. Um, but I also, I just didn't think that we elucidated the ideas of left and right very well. But then when I listened to it, I was like, well, we actually exemplified them. We exemplified left versus right. So we might not have identified terms or ideas that people can identify is this idea left or is this idea right? But we lived it. We 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 walked the path of, of of left and right in order to explain it. So sometimes, sometimes you you stamp stuff out, but sometimes you carve, right? So if you if you put a stamp in something, then you're forcing the imprint in it. You're forcing an image into a medium, into a substrate. When you carve something out, you're revealing an image from a otherwise neutral substrate. And so when I say we're talking around it, I don't mean that we're beating around the bush necessarily. I just mean that rather than poking it in the fucking wound, we're carving out a chunk of wood until at the very end of the podcast, what you're left with is kind of a picture of what we. Well, that's intend. something that's and I, okay. That's a, okay. Right. I, I got you framed that well. Yeah. So as we move forward with this podcast, that's more of a goal. I think we could. I think it's just natural. I we think that you seems just to be, are, are like me. You're a perfectionist, so you're never going to be satisfied with the outcome of the of the conversation. Not initially, yeah. No, I was you're right there, but it's just because of the of what I see is the need to clarify ideas and for for people to be not necessarily um, um, like not necessarily conform everybody to a particular set of ideas, but at least so that there's a clarification, right? Uh, at, but at the end of the day, like fucking, you can't force that. And well, I think, I think it'll happen. Well tonight. We went I think it'll happen. Map. Sorry? I think it'll happen anyway. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the answer to clarifying ideas of the world or anything. Smarter you know? and smarter and smarter and more feedback. Once pe- once we have an audience that we're more like the feedback and the audience participation, will be like a thing too, right? Like that'll make us more confident. And yeah, this was a, this was a crazy pot. This one went all over the map again, eh? We do. Fuck. Oop, shit. Episode one, man. Like I said, episode one's got to be 13 podcasts in one. Like, Why don't, it that's had a- to be clipped because I fucking, I got tired. got tired of listening to the fucking thing. I'd stop it. Then I'd come back and it'd be like, there's 25 minutes left in the podcast. We've completely spent. We've already gotten tired. We've already fucking like lost our track and everything. And then boom, fucking just something gets nailed. And it's like, oh my God, this is like. Another really great topic. That's why you couldn't just. Why, it's why I feel like we could just turn them into one-hour episodes times whatever this has been. I agree, except for that. Except for once we were fatigued, 
And once we had already gotten through everything else, that's when that gold came up. So for that episode, I was glad that we did let it run until the until we started digging up more gold. Um, well, I guess it's the not idea always going to happen. Gold the whole time, eventually, huh? It is. It is. But I, that doesn't happen, man. That doesn't happen. What do you mean? It happens I, all the time on Joe's. Joe's oh, it so doesn't. No. Oh fuck no! Like, dude, I skip at least fifty percent, maybe more. Really, I listen to everything. Of Joe Rogan? I've every, well, no. every every episode. I, I don't believe episode. that. I do, man. Yeah, I just play it. How? Because I the just fuck has time. Dude, this is three hours a day, five days a week. Over a period of a couple days. Yeah, I know. So that's ten days now. You need to have one week's worth of audio uh, podcasts. It's just like there's no time. How the fuck does a person watch Joe Rogan? The thing with Joe Rogan so is, is you get one a week, four episodes. Then why because do you, you get four one. Hours? If you get one Joe Rogan a week that you like. Then you can t- watch it through the week. That's what I do. Exactly. I listen too. to it in my car, though. But there's five of them a week. He does five a week. Yeah, but you got to pick the guest. Sometimes I guess an hour or two hours. If it's four hours, like a Jesse James is Jesse or uh, Jesse. Average of three. Ventura was like four hours. There's an average of three. Yeah. Three hours. hours. So that's 15 hours a week to watch Joe Rogan. Yeah, but I listen to it in the car Whoa. on my way to work, on the car on my way home. You have yeah. to be committed to the fucking podcast. You'd have to, you'd have to drive a long But I mean, that's race, the thing, man. too. Like, when I listen to the Jazz Show, generally those are an hour and a half. And I'll listen to artists I don't know because sometimes, yeah, there's about there's a 20-minute section that's just fucking gem. Yeah, yeah. Mental health or this or that. And a lot of then sometimes they yabber on and then I space out, think about something, and then they'll then a word, I'll hear a keyword, like yep. addiction. And I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'll fast forward stuff, too, right? Like, um, when Lex, is, Lex Friedman's on Rogan, they're both into judo, so they'll start. They, you know, it'll oh, be you'll twenty you'll pack, yeah. yeah, twenty minutes in, you they start talking shit. about judo, and I'm like, next, that, that, that. it's fifteen second forward, just fucking start tapping that shit I mean, until they shut up. Do then, huh? Well, when they, when, when it's him easier. and Jones, John Saint Pierre start talking about aliens and shit. Oh man, that was great. Like, like Joe's theory there, they went on a good tangent, and I was like. John wow. Saint Pierre is he an MMA? He's an MMA guy, but they, he's but he's oh, a, yeah. he's French and he talks with a very thick accent. Uh, that's where talking, clips come in. And well, but he's talking. That's where clips come. That's in, how though. it got me. Yeah, the clips of that got me in because like, oh, well, Joe, what do you think about the Anunnaki's? You know, you've heard about this. Uh, they ones like come yeah, from, yeah. and you're like, what? And then you hear him talk about it for um, the the. Uh, we get well, anyway. You hear him talking about um, that. Got me into it, so I went in and listened to the whole episode. And then just to hear his broken English going about aliens, you think I, I watched this? I was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Joe explained his theory to him about what they are, why they're coming here, and it was like, holy! I got to watch that because I haven't seen that. John Saint Pierre. Oh fuck! But that's his, just it. Is that Joe I'm not Rogan's, willing. His breakdown of what he thinks the greys are, why they're here, what's going on. I want to see that. Two fucking John St. Pierre and then having them talk about it. Yep. This is a UFC fighter that's a Taekwondo guy. Mm-hmm. Super fucking professional dude. Mm-hmm. It was just... It yeah, was I'd want to see that. And so that's whoa. just it is that I definitely would not watch that. I would not watch him. I, anything MMA, I won't watch. Actually, just because I just don't give a fuck. But the guy. Uh, the clips come up on YouTube while I'm watching YouTube. And I'm subscribed to him, obviously. So at that point, then I'll see a clip from a guy like John St. Pierre. Uh, can you do another one? Garrett's not looking at the camera. I'll do a clip. <laughs> Why with... all of a sudden did you get her to p- p- take pictures? I thought you wanted to bring up the Joe Rogan clip. Um, I'll, I'll see a clip of him talking to somebody like John St. Pierre, and they'll have their 15, 20 minutes of alien uh, talk. Yeah. 
right? But they'll do a clip of it, and it'll be like, uh, it'll just just be named like aliens or, or Rogan Rogan alien theory or something like that. Anyway, uh, that clip then will come up, and that as a clip is digestible and I can watch the clip, but I'm not going to listen to an entire podcast with a fucking sure. MMA guy, just hoping that they're going to mention aliens at some point. Right. So that's where clips come You'll in. Same thing. Fast forward it a little bit. There's I'll just some, watch the clip. No, you you want watch. There's a, they bring it up quick. Just watch the whole episode. No, the clip stops. The clip, the clip's good. And then it stops. And then I don't think Joe, there's a point towards the end. The last end, I think, is when Joel gets into it. You can fast forward. You'll know. Yeah. They'll fast forward to the MMA, but listen to the whole sections. I think there's two where they talk full aliens. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd, I'd like to hear his uh, theory. Have you seen the animated clips of Joe Rogan? No. Where, they, where they're talking. So it's, it's A fan animates it, yep. I th- no, I think it, maybe it is. Probably. It's yeah. fuck. It's, People it's do it. It's common. Short. So it's the short sound clips. Yeah, yeah. And they're, at, they're just animated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People do people do that for like. Um, Have you like, not seen them? No, no, no. But I've seen animated clips from other people's podcasts that are way less famous than Joe Rogan. So I would imagine that fucking his fans do it. And I guess he'll... it might be his fans. I don't know, but I, there's only a Probably. couple of them, and they're funny. They're like, yeah. you're like, holy fuck. Well, there's gonna be more. It's just you don't see them, right? I'm gonna have to look at so, the clips now. I guess that's so. That's your gimmick then, is, or that, or that's that's the that's the trick. There's just that's the trick. Is just is good. Um, Clips, uh, good clip. I think good clips are going to be the way that people are exposed to it. Our period. podcast, yeah, and and There's the content. Because honestly, dude, you would never expect two fucking idiots like us to come up with some of these conversations. Some of the conversations are great, and we're fucking complete doorknobs. And I, saying that. I don't think we are. Really oh no, but we are, dude. Like compared we're, to fucking Neil like, deGrasse Tyson, we're like man. we're yeah, but we're two like Maple Ridge dudes. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that are like, what? People, I tell people at like, work, like people like, like us, like our I, fucking not, peers. Yeah, but they're not doing like. Our peer, I don't know, our man. Peers Some are people fucking, are like, you do it. You got your own podcast? What? Yeah, question everything. We talk about aliens. Is that a little fucking consciousness? God. Whoa, cool, man. Anybody that I know that knows us that. Yes. That knows us well is like I can't fucking wait to see what you two motherfuckers come up with. <laughs> Anybody who knows us, they like it. Knows that it's going to get up to something interesting. Yeah. They know that because they know us. Mm-hmm. But people who don't know us think like, oh yeah, so what are they going to talk about? Or oh yeah, so I guess they're gonna, uh, they're just gonna like wank out about fucking. They're gonna talk about YouTube videos that they've watched, and they're gonna talk about you know. Oh, did you see that YouTube video on Bigfoot? People that don't know us will assume the worst, probably. Yeah, and then they're surprised. But you're saying we're already getting action on our on our YouTube video, so that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But once once they hear that's, it, like if they good. if they hear a clip, we're not we're not as quite as dumb as we seem. We're not quite as oh, dumb yeah. as we look. And we're not quite as rigid. Like, I'm not as rigid as you make me out to be because you say I'm rigid. Well, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm not as fucking to other fucking to other fucking people when I'm like talking about fucking consciousness and like you're the divinity. And, you know, they're like, this guy's obviously a fucking drug user. Ah! <laughs> this guy's obviously fucking, you know, yeah, like but the good drugs. maybe compared to you, I'm like Mr. Conservative, you know. But compared to them, I'm a fucking hippie, 
right? Yeah. So there's like there's yeah there's degrees of it. The fact is though, maybe is that's that our best bet is you just clip up all of these fucking episodes. We're, just yeah, we're we're coming by things honestly. We're giving our perspective honestly. We have podcasts that you don't even hear. We've got ideas that are and experiences that are unique. Um, and we're also probably willing to put ourselves, we're going to be we're already, we're willing to put our head in a, in a guillotine that most people wouldn't uh, in order to communicate. I think you're the enemy here, not me. <laughs> what do you mean? Just as far as like cancel, up for the chopping block for cancel culture. Like you're, we put our head in the guillotine, I think. Uh, like, yeah, no, I don't think so at all. I, you say stuff that's like more toe curling fucking cringe. Oh, oh sure. You're a brave but, soul. But whatever, fucking, I don't care. No, I know you don't. Thing, I don't want to, it's fine. Yeah, no, and that, I don't mind that. What I mind is I mind talking about like spirituality. Hmm? I mind talking about like um, yeah. experiences, like astral projection or fucking. It's just awesome. I don't think so. I think it's I think it's like fucking derpy people being dumb and people. You don't just, think the CIA or the American government used it to? Uh, I think what the CIA does and what them. normal people do are completely different things. Yeah. Normal people make fun of shit they like used, that. Uh, remote viewing as an actual way to fucking. The idea that some fucking moron is going to judge me as an idiot because of my perspectives on spirituality does not sit well with me. Because they're a fucking idiot, and I'm putting myself, I feel like I'm putting my head on a chopping block by mentioning ideas or talking about ideas or even supporting ideas that are just are just laudable to other people. But I don't mind. I don't care. I don't mind looking like an idiot if it moves the conversation forward. And again, there's going to be theories or going to be ideas that I'm technically wrong, but that the the picture is more or less reasonably correct. Where there's technical details are wrong, but the illustration is more or less correct. And so I, I don't mind putting my head on a chopping block when it comes to something like um, trying to explore like what is really occurring with consciousness, what is really occurring with astral projection, what is simply yeah, because in the pursuit of a better conversation, it's fucking worth it. Okay. Okay. Let's patch this up. Uh, cycles of damage. Damn. I mean, we didn't we, talk about it, but we talked around it. Yeah, we, we covered we, it. We, uh, we display our own damage. And, uh, and psychically? Cyclically? Cyclically? Psychically? Cyclic. Mm-hmm. What's the word? Cyclically. Cyclically. Like a sickle. You know what? Maybe sickles. Bicycly. Are cycles... Because they're like curved and it's like a cycle, but it's a sickle. I ride the motorcycle of dysfunction. Of da- mm. The motorcycle of damage. Okay, so uh, any last words, Garrett? Because um, I'd like to cover this again one day now that I think about it. Yeah. I don't know. My last words are break free from the cycles of your own damage and limiting beliefs. The only behavior that you can change is your own. That's it. You got to just recognize yourself. Self-awareness is key and just and just get out of the get out of the break the cycle of damage. It's really it's five, four, three, two, one change. And my only addition to that is the uh, appearance of failure is actually a part of the path of success. Oh, yeah. 
And so when you do see yourself fail, don't give up because that's literally what it looks like to be on the verge of success. Fail your way to success. Fuck yeah. Okay, thanks, Adam. Thank you, Garrett. Cheers. Join us next time for Sacred Geometry.